Hey, 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 it's resident postie Russell here. Ian, Liam, Georgia, Ellie and Ethan. I have a special delivery for you. Sign here, please. I can now officially announce that you've got mail. And hello and welcome to another BFE mailbag. My name's Ethan. Oh, shoot, I'm Ian. Yeah, and I'm Liam. <laughs> and I'm Georgia. Yeah, we've never done that before. I should bleep out that, unfortunately, Ellie's name on the thing. I should, I should yeah. find a way to sort of trim that back together. I always think of it right when it's like playing. I'm yeah. like, oh, I never got around to doing that. Anyway, it's a bit hard with the music mm. over the top as well, isn't it? Well, I can, I can pull them apart. I've got, I've got, I've got them as two separate files. So I can, oh, I can okay. tweak them. But oh, yeah, cool. but no, um, but hey, Ellie, if you're out there, well, you are in there. But <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. Right, you, you are missed. That's all. Awesome. You are very missed. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, on an unrelated topic, Ethan, <laughs> yeah, uh, you, are, right. you are, you are, uh, you are, you are, you may not the postmaster. It's Russell the postie, but you are, are you, you work <laughs> in the mail room at the BFE. Yeah, yeah. you're at the sawn office. <laughs> um, I'm choosing what goes and what doesn't. Yeah, what yeah. It's like to be weighed. Uh, so I think it, there is no better person to start our questions, though. If, uh, if I can, with, sorry, I just threw yeah. somebody back. Uh, just for anybody yeah. who's just listening in, like, you know, well, what is this? We, we, we get questions from people, uh, who want to ask us questions on, on the Twitter. Uh, that's at best for pod with the hashtag askbfe. And those questions are what sort of created this list of stuff we're, yeah. we're going to talk about today. And I know very little. I see them. I, I tag yeah. Ethan or I just, I just hashtag askbfe if I need to. And sort of, then I don't think about them until right now. <laughs> So I'm looking forward to some off-the-cuff sort of moments. Yeah, so I'm going to start with with our resident postie, Russell, and he asked if I one of, would you rather go on a walking holiday with Christopher Walken or go on a cruise with Tom Cruise? <laughs> I mean, obviously the cruise, come on. I mean, they're both crazy, right? So do I yeah. want to be crazy left by myself on a walking or crazy left? You can go off and I can still hang on the cruise. Yeah. yeah. So cru- cru- cruise with Tom Cruise. Definitely. I like Christopher Walken. I'd like to hear his stories. I might go walking with Chris. I'm Christopher Walken here. <laughs> I'll help the guy across the road. Yeah, I'd just rather go on a cruise with like lots of fun stuff and go yeah. see the world than than. Walk basically, I just a- basically I just answered the question, but I really want a cruise or a walk. Yeah. Cruise, please. <laughs> well, I'm the that idea. way. I'd rather go on a cruise, but I mean, yep. most interesting person I think would be Christopher Walken. Yeah, they're both crazy. Yeah, I- the idea of being trapped on a boat with Tom Cruise is genuinely terrifying. No, because he'll get bored and like start hanging off the side of it and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. Cruise, yeah, I'm okay. Big enough that you could lose him. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> I could see. I could try and see like what what will he jump off this time or try and jump over. Oh, he'll be in the king's yeah, paper. No, yeah, I've, I've sold myself for that one. Thank you, Russell, for that. Uh, next, we've got Hermes from the Scuttlebutt Podcast, and he asks, what's the first movie you saw in theatres, and what was the last, and which one would you say is the better film? I think, yeah, we've asked this before, but i got no problem answering again. Um, my first film, uh, I'll consider it like adult film, like not when I was, t- I don't know about certain ones. So the one I always claim is the first one is Three Men and a Baby. Yeah. I was about nine. Uh, I know I've seen some Disney movies been dropped off there, but those are a bit... I don't know, but it's feel different. I don't know what it is. Um, so I'll claim through another baby. The most recent one I saw would have been, I'm trying to think of what we saw recently. Uh, yeah, what did we oh, I probably went and saw Uncharted most recently. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. I think Uncharted might be my most recent. As well. I haven't seen it. So that's after Spider-Man. Yeah, I think it is yeah. Uncharted. Yeah. So which one of the two? I'd probably see through Men of the Baby again. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, like, like, it's, it's, it's not going to be, it's not the best film ever, but far from it. But it's got a charm to it. And I kind of, I like Ted Dance. Ted Dance and Tom Selleck are just really oh, likable. And Steve Gutenberg. Gutenberg. Gutenberg's my least favorite part of that movie. Well, yeah, I know, but, but I mean. Well, my least favorite part is the woman who plays the mom. She's terrible. Nancy uh, Travis. <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah. But that's it for me. Someone else? Uh, so my last was also Enchanted uncharted uh, and my first was finding nemo and really? i would much rather go and see finding nemo yeah. again <laughs> my first childhood movie i remember going i hated was return to oz oh the wheelers Ooh. wheelers scared the absolute bejesus out of me um so i never ever want to relive that ever again <laughs> um but my first adult movie i went on my own was batman returns on your own? On my own, wow. yeah. Dad dropped me off, and I, I was winging it whether I could get in or not. Yeah, yeah. And, and I got in. So I went to watch that on my own. And the last movie I went to watch was Sonic 2. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, how is that film? 
Actually, that's not you, too. You, you and Ethan can do a sit or skip it or something. Do you know what, right. dude? That's, I love the first Sonic. It's not too bad because Knuckles is quite funny in it, um, and Tails as well. But it leaves it open for another one. Oh, spoilers! Well, no, but he's just recently said that he's quitting. Acting. Well, Jim Carrey says he's going to retire. Yeah. yeah, and without him, how? I guess you, you, could, you can do you a could, couple. You could rebrand you could, it. You could recast Robotnik. Yeah, they they said they weren't going to recast him, but you, you got you got so many different Sonic villains you can choose from. Oh, okay. I won't go on my Sonic tangent because I, I yeah, love Sonic. But. I saw a thing that said, "I'm, I'm going to throw one in here." Uh, your video game Mount Rushmore. Is is oh. Sonic one of the four big characters? Yes. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's you as a nineties kid, totally. Yeah. Mario, Link. Link definitely. Uh, oh, there's no way there's no, there's no Mount Rushmore that Mario does not, but you can't not have Mario on that. No, you do. Yeah. He is Galaxy the singular most good. recent sorry, the single most recognizable video game character ever. Definitely. Are we going by recognizability or quality? Because Sonic does not go on there if it's quality. Like his last couple of games. I guess Mount Rushmore was like Impact and things like that. Crash, mm-hmm. Crash Bandicoot. That's I don't think Crash. I, I don't love, think he I never really Crash. got to that level. No. I'll give you Sonic before I give you Crash. Okay. Yeah, I love Crash, but I don't think he because because he, he's just one. Ratchet one and Clank. I say that, but again, same thing. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going more for. Um, I think Lara Croft. Oh, Team Raider. Now, yeah. I never played yeah. one. But she oh, was everywhere. It was great. Yeah, she was she everywhere. Was so I think, and well, made, she inspires Uncharted. And, Cone boobs. Sorry? Cone boobs. Sure. That's, that's her. <laughs> yep. And then you, or you could go with maybe Ryu from Street Fighter. Oh, okay. this is my yeah. short list. I'd have a hard time arguing. I think, I think Sonic. So the hard part is Sonic is so 90s. Like when Sega was at their peak, Sonic was, was a huge part of that. Uh, but but need, the problem is that the, the longevity is not there. You need that branding. Well, Spyro, Spyro yeah. the, the dragon? dragon. Yeah, Spyro I've no, was popular I've no for PS2. Spyro is like the only only PS game I've ever played. Is it is it Kratos? Kratos is yeah. Kratos is great from God of War. Sephiroth. Yeah. But I think after Mario, Link, and there's not many. There's not many. No, if I'm I saw cheeky, one. I'm saying. I saw one where it was the three we've talked about, Mario, Link, and Sonic, and the fourth was the oh. May Cloud from Final oh, Fantasy VII. Yeah. I think it's really hard. That fourth one's really hard. Donkey Kong? I don't know. If I'm, if I'm cheeky, I'm saying Sims Sora bubble. from Kingdom Hearts. That four straight line Tetris block. <laughs> <laughs> the best one. I think it Love should be it. This, the Sims little diamond they have. I was going to say the me from the from the Wii Sports games because that was like that was yeah. iconic. That was iconic in the two thousands. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So I guess we'll go next to uh, Chuck and Ruff go to the movies and they've asked, "What is the first DVD or Blu-ray you ever purchased?" The first one I purchased was for my sister, so I can answer this one. It was the Keanu Reeves Charlize Theron film, Sweet November. I have no idea if it was any good or not. Wow. I bought my sister a DVD player and some DVDs for her birthday. And the DVD player was like $85. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like this ridiculous price point. Um, at the time, at least, $85 felt like a lot. For myself, I don't know. No, because video and DVD, there was a bit of a merge, wasn't there? There was a time when you were still buying both, especially yeah. if I was buying used from Blockbuster, which I did. I would buy yeah. used, used copies all the time. So uh, I'd love to be able to say The Matrix. That's the answer you want to give for this because it yeah. was the first one that really unlocked all the possibilities. But I don't remember off the top of my head. I would say, you know what it probably was? This is the wrestling fan of me coming out. WrestleMania 20. I remember I bought that on DVD and it was the first WrestleMania I had on DVD. <laughs> so how about that? I'll tell you what I bought. I think that was roundabout. I re-bought Rebel That a Cause because they did a, a set um, East of Eden, Rebel, and Giant, and I remember buying that. Even though I had them on VHS, I was like, "No, I'm gonna, gonna special editions. I'm gonna have them. Two disc editions. I think that was one of the probably the first I bought. I, I can remember buying like secondhand DVDs and VHSs when I was maybe ten or eleven because I had an old school like DVD player and video player in my bedroom. And they were all... Well, did both VHS and DVDs in the same machine? No, separate. Oh, okay. The the TV had a DVD inbuilt, but I had a VHS separate. Um, 
and they were all like Disney films because I like I've, I've shared before I hadn't watched them as a child. Yep. So I like bulk bought them from like charity shops and watched them all. I remember a DVD being bought for me. The earliest one I remember though is Santa Claus Three, the wow. Tim the Tim Allen ones. Jack Frost. Yep. Mm. Ethan. Um. Oh, I I um, I think I've got this correct because we had the Star Wars trilogy um, on VHS, and I wore a New Hope out to the point that it could not be played again because I watched it so much. And I think I saved up my pocket money so I could get the special edition DVD, like when when they all came out after the episode three. And then I think when I got when I first got Blu-ray, I think it was that complete saga collection that came out in two thousand eleven. So my go-to is always like a Star Wars, I think. Cool. Uh, and then next, we have Shoot the Flick, who asks, if you could direct the reboot of any movie, which movie would it be? Oh, it's really hard, because I don't really believe movies should be rebooted. So it'd have to be something that failed the first... Yo, here's me. Ready for this? Because I got a plan for this. I was thinking about this, about this at great length this week, actually. Yeah. I might dust off the, you know, how we would fix, sort of, uh, <laughs> or Ian is always right, or whatever it is. Yeah. Ing. Um, Empire Records. That was going to be my answer. I can fix Empire Records. Yeah. I thought about it. You need to be opposite. Rather than doing it in one day, you need to stretch it out. Because the problem with Empire Records is this. The problem with Empire Records is that, you know, when you have like that crazy, like, oh, you won't believe what happened at work today. Yeah. It's like every one of those days happened on the same day yeah, at yeah, Empire yeah, Records. And, and what you lose is you lose the ability for characters to grow. Yeah. Because time will give you that. So what if AJ professes his feelings to Corey? Yeah, and then she turns him down and he gets mad. And then that's a two weeks later, three weeks later, and now you're having that conversation following. There's a chance for, you know, things to sort of have settled. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my, so, yeah, I'll, I'll do Empire Records, and but I want control of the soundtrack as well. But I still want to set it in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I think it'd be really interesting to modernize it with, like, the rise of You want to do music. Empire Records in a no, world no, no, where no, no, nobody no. buys hey, music? No, hear me out, hear me out. I think it's really, because obviously you have the rise now of records again. Um, oh vinyl okay yeah. of a vinyl going now so it's more of a like a retro thing but with but modernize it because of the the rise of things like spotify apple music there is a a, a conflict of okay it, w- the people that are here love the music and it brings them together and you can also then have like someone like joe whose whole conflict is is this thing that i'm passionate about and love becoming outdated am i becoming obsolete because it's a more it's a, like it's a thing that happens you know okay so ethan and i have both said empire records yeah, not a clue. Not a clue. Okay. Genuinely, don't know. I'm going to say Empire Record. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what movie? I've always. That's a great movie, but I think it could be redone today, and it'd be I bet brilliant. You're ready for this? I can yeah, guess it. Angels with Dirty Faces. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie. You could so do it today, and have a modern day twist on it, yeah. rather than just uh, back in back in the forties twist. So yeah, I think I think yeah. Angels with Dirty Faces. There we are. Such nice. a, I think that, and uh, if that's a good story, um, it can be made into, like, um, take uh, The Count of Monte Cristo. Yep. That's been redone three times, I think. Maybe four, if you mm-hmm. go back far, far enough. Mm-hmm. Any version of that is good. Yep. Right? Because the storytelling is so good. So I think Angels with Dirty Faces would be a great movie to redo. And Leo in, in one of those parts would be amazing. Okay. So yeah, that's me. Hmm. Nice. Uh, and then next well we you. have... Go ahead, buddy. Oh, sorry. Uh, we have Nate the Great, who's asked, what do you enjoy most about doing the podcast and how have your relationships with each other grown uh, because of it? <laughs> I wouldn't say they've grown. I'd say they've disintegrated. Um... <laughs> maybe, maybe grown, G-R-O-A-N. <laughs> uh, we don't actually talk once we get off the podcast. Um yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do we enjoy most about it? Hmm. Uh, I enjoy nothing. No, no. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to because it's the because 
I, I wear a few different hats on this, right? Yeah, so yeah. I'm trying to, I think the act of sitting around the microphone, if I do that, the act of recording the podcast, I enjoy looking at something in a way that I didn't look at something before. I teach English, I teach film. My life is surrounded by story and narrative. And I really like being able to read The Wrestler. I really liked where we went to with The Wrestler. And it was a place I hadn't thought, it's a shame you weren't there. Yeah, <laughs> it, was a, it, it was a place I hadn't been before with that movie. And I like when I something something clicks and I go, oh, I haven't considered that. What's that really about? So that's something I really enjoy. And then how have the relationships grown? I mean, it's... Uh, uh, it's an interesting one because obviously we started just before COVID happened. And I don't think in those lockdown weeks, obviously we wouldn't have been in, in touch as much as we would have no. been if we hadn't have had the podcast to kind of keep us... And also give us something stable to sort of keep coming back to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then it marked when that was free, we were to get back together as that as well. Um, these are people who I'm friends with anyway. So yeah. it's not, uh, it's not like we were just some randoms who sort of went, Hey, you want to try? Yeah, let's do something. And then you get to know each other through, through the process. Mm. Um, there's times we've had to learn forgiveness with each other because okay. when you do this as much as we do, I, I said before we turned on the mics today, actually, I'll be 100% honest. I said, Guys, I'm feeling like grumpy today. Yeah. And Liam got up and gave me a hug. <laughs> and i just i don't don't know what it is i think i was a bit tired i was a bit whatever and i just couldn't shake it and so there's times where you know you're on your nerve or you've got things going on outside of here and we get a little bit cross of each other and so i think forgiveness is a part of that more than anything else is the idea that uh we can sort of work towards something if something was a little bit or a having the humility to go yeah that that's on me i should i should have done that and I say that someone who's chief, chief, chief amongst people of having to make that conversation. On the flip side, it's been really rewarding seeing something that we started very much as a, you want, you want to start a podcast? Yeah, yeah, okay, really? <laughs> and it's grown into something where we've got, you know, more than 10 Patreon backers who are saying they find yeah. value in what we do. People commenting saying they're really close to us. Like, you know, I just need to, you know, a couple of things and I'm signing up. As, as humbling and, and all that thing. And we've built a community and that's ridiculously satisfying. You guys all going nuts with the, with the gifts of the week was insane this week. I just kept looking <laughs> going, they're just, they're, just, they're just chirping each other. And it's really fun. And we have a lot of fun in the group chat too. So I've, yeah. I've talked a lot, sorry. No, it's all good. Um, I, I'd really enjoy coming and sitting and just chatting shit. Like, I don't think anyone's, uh, like, delusional in thinking that this is every, you, every week you come and I'm so excited to do this. It's the best. Sometimes, sometimes it's like, no, yeah. I don't really want to watch this film. I'm not that yeah. interested in it. I've had a long week. I just want to be in bed. I got a but, big week this week coming up. Yeah. But when you come and sit down and actually talk about it and the jokes happen and all the likes, it's, it's, it's really, really enjoyable because it is just chatting chatting shit with your friends which is really nice um because it's a stable thing as well because it's every week um but yeah no i think we've probably learned how to read each other as well like you can tell now i think a bit better if someone's not quite on their game or you kind of like learn how to deal with people when they are in a grumpy mood rather than there's also been some growth and i'll I'll, if it's okay i'm gonna mention liam i'm gonna mention myself so I'm mentioning in the sense that you sometimes are a bit raw with things you loved as a kid or yeah. things you have. And sometimes when things are criticizing those films, I think at times you do like a criticism of yourself. And I think you, you've, I, th- I think you've, you've, you've moved past that. I think, I think there is that for me, it was the idea where the podcast was that thing for me. Yeah. Where at times yeah. when things happened, I would get a little bit too whatever. And uh, I said to some people on a couple of times, I care way more about my relationships with these people or with you, I would say with you, but <laughs> then I do about, about the pod. And at times I just shake my head and go, the pod's not the most important thing. These relationships are the most important thing. Yeah. So I guess there's that. Um, Ethan, you want to? Yeah, no, I, I I was thinking about this when, when we saw it. And I, this is, this is sounds sound so traumatic. I, I, the, doing the podcast stuff like really did sort of save where i was at my point in life i was in a relationship with someone that i didn't want to be with it was terrible and those like two hours where we did stuff like talking to mickey was a nice sort of a nice little break from all of it and i got to sort of uh, be in contact with you guys i hadn't been in contact with ages with you guys for ages because of it those recording sessions for me really helped me get through through everything i was dealing with and also like doing the podcast talking about films i was like oh i want to go to the uni and study film and do all this it really it helped me grow and really one that i need these people to help me and be my friends because I really value them. And also uh, my, my prospects, what I want to do later in my life. It really, really helped me on a path that I, that I'm thankful for. Sorry, if you can, we're not smiling because that was a very <laughs> honest answer. I can't even see. I've Pip, got my glasses. Pip, Pip has chosen this moment too. He found, I had a little, uh, 
packet of uh, uh, something for like a constant selection of cured meats and Pip has found it and is just sort of like licking Carrying the cellophane but in the noisiest way possible so thank you for your thank you for your, for your honesty on that one it's okay uh, so next we have hang President on Post- oh, hang on hang on Liam wants to share for me um, the podcast uh, what I love about this podcast is we're friends first and foremost and in our busy lives today, we have a lot going on and sometimes friendships can slip because you're so busy with work um, and when we had COVID, we couldn't meet each other. So you could kind of fall out of friendships, not intentionally, but they mm. could no, slip. You just don't see each other. You just don't it, know. Yeah, it happens. Right? Yeah. We made a point that every Sunday, even over Zoom and stuff, we were going to see each other, talk to each other make sure everyone was okay, talk about films. It was, a, it was a base for us to sit down and still remain friends through COVID. Because I think a lot of people sat at home and didn't really do anything or speak to anybody. Uh, and I like the fact that we set a time aside for each other to come and do this on a Sunday. Yep. You yeah. know, and sometimes even in the middle of the week when we do offshoots, you know, and that's nice. Uh, for the listeners out there who... We, I never thought this was ever going to take off. <laughs> I, I genuinely thought we'd have three listeners, and I thought they'd be people we knew. I do appreciate you've kept steady with that three number all of a I, uh, Well, it, it was, is what I thought. But I thought when we did it, it was a nice little catalogue for me and you to talk about movies that we could look back on yeah, in years that, yeah. to come. And we can go, oh, do you remember we laughed about that? And, yeah. and re-listen to them 20, 30 years down the line. Yeah. You know, and for us to get amusement out of them, regardless if anybody else did. And then lovely that people all over the world find enjoyment in what we do. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing that people latch onto with our podcast is the fact that they feel the genuine friendships we have uh, more than anything. And the banter that we have between each other, good, bad, indifferent. Sometimes we're all on the same <laughs> We're, we're, we're all in the same boat and we're like, yeah, yeah we don't like yeah. that. And then sometimes we're so diverse and so yep. we, we butt heads. And But there's people out there that would butt heads with us on conversations. There's people out there that would join in with our conversations and go, yeah, 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 you're right. And because we're so diverse, um, I love that. You know, I love that element. I love the fact that, you know, we have Georgia and sadly the only female still on this <laughs> podcast. Um, but it was nice to have two females when Ellie was on. To have different perspectives, you know, and different age groups and different... Well, podcasts, especially film podcasts, for some reason, is a very male-heavy sort of area. And so a lot of them can sort of sound the same. And it gave us a unique voice. And it still does. It still does. But there was something when it was 50-50, as far as that yeah. goes. Now, it's, it's, it's different, and it's not, it's not worse. It's just different. No, it's different. And um, I think what we have now instead is we have more of a cross-generational thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the accents help. Oh, well. yeah, I think you're right. Spreading yeah. across the world. Yeah. You know, you've got Ethan being Australian. We've got, we've got you being American, you know. <laughs> we've just got, Sorry. you know. <laughs> I just don't, I don't think I've genuinely ever processed that people like, in like a lot of, quite uh, relatively quite a lot of people in lots of different places actually do listen to us. Mm. I don't think I've ever quite processed especially, that that is a thing. Especially because we hear from some people, but there's all, the numbers yeah. suggest yeah, there's, yeah. there's there's just, there's a, a silent majority who just listen and listen and that's yeah. fine that's yeah. cool thanks a lot really appreciate it please keep doing it but yeah it's uh we love if if you, if you reach out and let us know that's brilliant we love that and if you don't want to do that that's brilliant when that's that's cool too yeah so yeah as but, i say we're we're still at the point where like if you at us on twitter like, we will see it like so if, yeah. you, if you're kind of going i don't want to say anything because i don't think they'll notice me Oh, we do. Yeah, oh, we, we yeah. definitely will. I have yeah. nothing better to do. <laughs> I'd be hard pressed to say anybody who just doesn't get some sort of response at some point. It might yeah. be a couple of days if I if I'm busy at work, but generally you'll get something back. Oh, yeah. you'll, I'll get back to you. You know, ten yeah. years down the line somewhere. <laughs> and, at the end of the day, I've sort of suggested when asked about because I love answering questions about the podcast itself. It's my favorite thing to really answer questions about because I thought a lot about it. And I think what what drives this is you know movies are the reason we turn on the mics, but really it's just about the relationships that are present that uh, make it kind of work yes and so people seem to enjoy is that side of it and so that part can't be duplicated no matter what film as a sad i, I, I was into a podcast i used to really like 
and they've shut down because they felt, oh, we shot, what was we going to do? We're going to talk about Tarantino again for the seventh time? And I was like, oh, you've missed the mark. Your product wasn't wasn't the movie. Yeah, it's The you. product is you guys. Yeah. And uh, I think there's that. And so when I talk about how our friendships, whatever, and keeping them going and keeping them, yeah, I mean, all, all, all those things. Uh, it, it's made our it's made our relationship appointment viewing, not necessarily the films we watch. Yeah. Mm. And I think people out there who want to start a podcast, get the friendship going with people that, you know, it's, it's you that the listener's listening to. That's not exactly, they're using the like film for us as a springboard for people to listen to us. Yeah. But it's us generally from what we hear from other people is what they like to listen like all to. you idiots out there i think george has got the best batman voice i mean we know it's not based we know it's not based on anything true but it's no. based on but it is based on the relationships and the interplay that we have between us and they want to be part of that conversation that's the part people really that movies are, are part of it but really it's that conversation they want yeah. to be part of so yeah because yeah, yeah. yeah. i do when i listen back to us well i say us when i'm not on the podcast i listen more intently to you guys and think you guys sound amazing without me but I'm interjecting and talking yeah, with you yeah. when I'm listening. So if I'm doing that, I'm sure other people out there are doing the same thing. Certainly. And that's great. That's great. I love it. Uh, next, we have a question from Dwayne Smith. Uh, Dwayne Smith. And he says, if you could relive any day, what would it be? Well, I saw this and I thought about it because, I mean, the easy ones to talk about my mum or my dad and talk yeah. about. So I'm, I'm not going to go that side because I think that goes without saying. Yeah. I'd find a day with my mum or my dad and I'd kind of just want to do that and just soak up time with them. Yes. Whatever that meant. So if I can go to a bit more of, because I think it'll be everybody who's lost someone sort of response. Yeah. So I'm going to go in, in, in retrospect then somewhere else and say I would want to go back. And I would, I would want to, <laughs> I would want to do uh, the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl against the Atlanta Falcons, falling so far behind. I saw that and coming back. I remember I was laying in bed and I had it on beside me. I had the laptop open with NFL Net, whatever it is. And I had it on beside me, sort of half groggy. And I would want to sort of be awake and be around people and celebrate that corporately. If not that, uh, the first New England Super Bowl win uh, when I was in Phoenix, Arizona with a lot of friends, and they were all St. Louis Rams fans that day, and I was the only Patriots fan that day. And they came and, and, and they won the game with a very young quarterback named Tom Brady, and only his <laughs> second year in the league. And have one of those moments, one of my friends and sport and fun. And I love sports, it's like a drama for the human experience. So, yeah, that's me. Um,. I don't know. I would probably pick a uh, like a, a closing or an opening night of a show. I should imagine because that feeling is one that is you could you can get high off that feeling. You really can. Uh, and probably it would probably be opening night of Twelfth Night. Oh, really? I should imagine because of the haircut thing. Yep. And I think that because that was so it made it more like impactful. But closing night of that when we did it for the second time was really quite emotional as well. Um, well, we did it up in, in Lynn. We did it up in Lynn. Yeah, oh, that was yeah. a good night. Mm. That was a two really, really good night. Yeah, yeah two, three yeah. weeks later, probably. Like, closer, yeah. Also, that rehearsal that we had in that gap. That, well, that, that was a day, wasn't it? That it fun was. rehearsal. Yeah. That one where we all kind of went, we should probably check that we still all know this. But we just did it really loosely. It turned into chavy kind of like <laughs> reduced speech shakespeare and it was, was so the fun. funniest thing i think that's happened in a while i just remember doing a scene with ellie um and neither because i think we you guys were probably the best it. at it we kind of started doing it and it just, just but every, but everybody joined in even yeah, like yeah, even like evolved into us running around on on even, this even like stage. people in their 50s 60s and 70s yeah, were joining yeah. in with the spirits that was a, that was, a, that was a fun day yeah that was, was a lot great. of fun i really Lip? enjoyed that um, this is probably surprise you to be honest with you. But if I could relive another day, I know I'm not married to her anymore. But w when I got married, oh wow, for the first time, and it was such a day because I never wanted to get married. I thought to me it was just a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. You know, if you love someone, you love them no matter what, mm -hmm. right? And actually, the actual day in the event, I don't like being centre of attention, which really, which is why I don't like birthday parties and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I like to dip in and dip out and do stuff. Mm -hmm. But I kind of felt like with getting married, you were sharing that with someone else. So you could still sort of do what you need to do and you could sort of hang back a bit 
It's not just solely on you. No. And, uh, but what surprised me the most about getting married was all these people came out of the woodwork like it was, it was like, this is your life. <laughs> you know, my wedding reception, there was people from my high school, there was people from my first job, there was people in my present job. There's all these people, worlds come together, yeah. People that, you know, a, a friend of mine, he travelled from Northampton. Yeah. And I tried to keep it very low-key, very quiet, <laughs> didn't really tell many people. Um, a, I didn't want to upset half the family, you know, and stuff like that. So I said, keep it minimal, keep it small. And all these people just came out. And they all came out to see me and my, my present wife at that time. And I was just like, oh, my God. I didn't realise how many people actually felt and actually seek out that, you know, they knew I was getting married, but I didn't sort of say when and where. And that was just nice to have all these people turn up and actually be thoughtful to go, do you know what? I want to see him. I want to get, you know, I wasn't trying to put anybody off. I was yep. just trying to just keep it small to yep. so not upset anybody. But it was amazing. I, that day went by like a, a flicker. Yeah, It was so quick. And someone said to me before, it'll go so quick. I went, no, nah, I went, I'll be in bed by eight. You know, we'll, we'll get it all tied up. <laughs> they were still kicking us out at midnight, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It was, and there was still all these people. It was amazing. I couldn't believe how many people turned out. It was amazing. I'd, I'd do that again. <laughs> Ethan? Sorry, Liam, Liam's answer got me all choked up. That was, re- that was really sweet. Um, I was, I think, I've been thinking about this. Uh, the entire time I was like, well, maybe a book release. But it was about three years ago when I sort of became comfortable in the idea of who I am, who I identify as. And I had it was just this conversation between me and some friends. And it was just this idea that I, f- I felt comfortable for the first time in my body and who, who I really was and kind of where, where I wanted to go, at least when it came to the, the, the human being that I am. And it was just the the friends I had around me who understood it and got it and didn't question it. They didn't anything. I just, I felt so comfortable and like assured of who I was. And it was such a, it was such a nice feeling. And it, it's one that I've, I've strived to try and live by since. And it's just that sense of contentment, I think in, in my identity was it, it was impactful uh, it was it was probably one of the it's a very small day like nothing eventful happened like overall but it just it it stuck with me since then okay thank you yeah. for your honesty yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's hard, yeah. hard to pivot off that but yeah thank you yeah um, uh, next we have one from uh, Kirsty and she says what are the movies you always put on when you are sick uh, sad or happy? Very different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, if I ever need to be cheered up, forget it, Sarah Marshall, Little Miss Sunshine. Those are my go-to's. Um, yeah, those, those, those are it. I don't really watch films other than for the podcast. I think that's part of why we started like a film club in the first place all those years ago because I hadn't seen many films because I don't really watch them. So I don't really have go-to's. I guess. I guess maybe Tangled, Disney's Tangled would be oh, one. If like, it's one that I've watched a couple of times, but I don't really have a go-to for if I'm any sort of emotion. Lip? When I'm feeling low and... Uh, There's I, a place you can go. <laughs> Downtown. Downtown. <laughs> yeah. um, Staying Alive, the sequel to Sad oh, No geez. Fever. <laughs> oh. I just adore that movie. It's a valid answer. It, it's, do you know what? It, yep. it makes me smile every time I watch it. Um, the music's great in it, done by Frank Stallone. <laughs> Directed by Sylvester Stallone, starring John Travolta. What more do you ask for? It's great. And the last line in the, in the film is, he goes, you know what I want to do? They go, what? I want to strut. And he pushes the doors open, and then the Sad No Fever song came on. <laughs> And as he walked through Times Square. It's great. I love it. And it really Ethan. cheers me up. And Ethan. Uh, this this is no surprise. I'm trying to I'm trying to wear this without sounding like I'm copying uh Marshall's speech about Ted. But like I Star Wars just the new hope is something that I, whenever I watch it, I, I feel just giddy and joy. And you know what? Even something like uh the Phantom Menace is, is a guilty pleasure. I just put on and I just sit back and let it wash over me and I'm like 
cool. I'm I'm sick and I'm just gonna let I'm just gonna ride through this. It's always just been one of those put on and I'm I'm emotionally content for like two hours or so. Hmm. Okay. Uh and then next it's uh one from Adapted to Screenplay, uh, which is name a great book you love. Hmm. Uh I love eleven twenty three sixty three. I think it's 1123, 1122. One of those two. Love, yeah. Um, it's the story. It's a Stephen King. Uh, it's the story. Basically, if you, it's a guy who discovers there's a, a time travel portal in behind a freezer of a diner that he frequents, and it can take you back to the same date all the time. It's somewhere in like late 1958. And I've uh, seen it. I've read it. Yeah. And uh, so he decides he's gonna. Wouldn't it be great if he could go back and prevent? Kennedy, from Kennedy being shot. yeah, that's the, the date Kennedy died, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and so everything pushes towards that, but the but the future, sort of the past, doesn't want to be changed, and so it sort of shows you can have an alternate history. What would occur instead? And you know, what do you allow yourself to do in 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 the meantime, or instead of that? And uh, it was like seven hundred pages, and with hundred pages to go, I stopped reading it because they don't want to let the characters go, and I'm like, I, I'm not ready to let them go. I got to stop. So uh, as far as the most recent book, and it's been quite a while but that made that profound of an impact on me, it's that one. I only read it relatively recently, but really, really fell in love with Jane Eyre. I think it's a beautiful book. I think that's really, really well written. Um, really love uh, Alice in Wonderland, the original one. Uh, mm, I think that's that's that. brilliantly written, uh, even if it goes off in tangents sometimes, but I think it adds to it. Um yeah, I mean, I've I've said before, if I read a book, I my inner monologue adopts the like the language used in the book. Um, so I tend not to read too much because if not, my thoughts get clouded by like the thoughts of the people I'm reading about. Um, but yeah, no, Jane Eyre is probably my most recent, really, really great. That's definitely a read. Everyone should read that. Okay, I've only recently started reading again after all these years, um, but my first book that i read in high school um was the outsiders by se hinton okay and for some reason at that time greases yep. grease and all that thing i was rebel without a cause all these things were calling i was a bit of a greaser i guess at heart at heart know. yeah um it was something that i i could see myself you know as and uh so all this, when I, when I was reading uh, The Outsiders at school, I was more into it and invested in the characters than anybody else in my class uh, to a point that I would take the book home and read it, carry on reading it, and then we would go back to school, we'd go back to where we left off, and then I'd read up to there with the class, and then I'd go home and read that yeah. again. Um, and then, that, then I found out the film, there was a film about it with Tom Cruise... Patrick Swayze, Rob Lowe, all these people, Emilio Estevez. Yep. And I became obsessed with the film too. Um, but actually the film is not as good as the book. The book is so much they better. They really are. Yeah. So much better because in my head, I'd read it first. And in my head, the characters who I saw weren't necessarily the characters I saw on screen. Yeah. Um, that's the only reason why that was different. On that note, I'm going to interject really quickly and give some love to The Princess Bride. Oh book. yeah, that's an amazing book. I love the film, but the book's better than the film. Yeah. And that's saying something. And uh, Chronicles of Narnia as a teenager. Just oh. couldn't stop reading them. Just kept, I went through it when I was a teenager. I, I read them as a kid. And then when I got all the allegories and what they were saying within the saying, I went yeah, back yeah. as a teenager and just read them through about three or four times all the way through and just wouldn't stop. I probably should have been like revising for exams and stuff. But I was, <laughs> I was reading those because it was just, yeah, just kind of got lost in them. One more honorable mention. I'm going to go Desperate Networks, which is by Bill something. He also wrote The Late Shift, but it's about how networks schedule and justify the uh, development of massive TV properties. And it was the first sort of insider media book that I read that was really well constructed and probably is a large part of my that gets me here. So, yeah, I hadn't thought nonfiction, but there we go. Uh, next, we have one from Russell the Posty, and he says, "Have you ever walked out of a film uh, in the cinema?" No, no. Mm, yes, but not. Well, I'll, I'll say, I went in. I went to the cinema to to go see a movie. I can't remember which movie it was um, now, but I remember which one I walked out of because I walked into the wrong cinema, sat down, and I'm I've watching the first five ten minutes of it 
realizing this is not the film I'm supposed to be watching. <laughs> and it was pitch perfect too. Oh, okay. And uh, so I walked out of that to go back into the one I was supposed to go I don't to. know if I've shared this. I made a mistake similar to yours once where I was going to see <clears throat> Shark Tale starring Will Smith. <laughs> um, That's a slap Oscar. And uh, I w- we w- Yeah, his character's called yeah. Oscar. <laughs> and we went in and uh, I sat down and we were a few minutes late. But I sat down and I was like... <sighs> I'm really having a hard time following this movie. <laughs> and then it got to the end. It wasn't a very long movie. And I was like, okay. I was like, this was all right. And we left and we walked out of the cinema we were in and facing us across on the wall across from us was another poster for Shark Tale. We'd walked into one that started 30 minutes before. Oh. <laughs> so I couldn't, I missed the first act. So I couldn't catch oh, no. So I thought I missed two minutes, but I'd missed like 32 minutes. Oh, so, no. yes, yeah, so I was never able to sort of pick it back up. And I was like, you want to go watch the last 25 minutes again? <laughs> Not the bit we missed, but. <laughs> so, needless to say, we didn't go, and nor have I ever felt the desire to go back and find out what I had missed. You were not, not missing Not a good film. It is a good film. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'll tell you what I would have walked out of there if I went to see the cinema. I don't think I was really. Well, hypothetical walkouts. Well, no. I mean, I literally what a, I turned it off. It yeah. was uh, the crow, um, salvation. Or Turning something? things off for a different kettle of fish, though. Oh, uh, do you know what I mean? It had David Boreanaz. What did I turn off? I turned off Joe's apartment. Oh yeah, yeah. And I turned off Kangaroo that Jack. Just, <laughs> Why you watch Kangaroo that? Jack? Kangaroo Jack. Stupid. Is that? Um, it's got the kid from from uh, oh from Home Improvement. No, 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 no. No, it's got uh, Anthony um, Anderson, who is in The Departed. The guy who's like, you know me, you yeah, know yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Him. And it's got uh, Jerry O'Connell, who was in... Oh, yes. You know who I mean? Yeah, That yeah, was yeah, that yeah. stupid movie. Yeah, Wait, yeah. hang on, was he in that one? He's definitely in Joe's apartment. He's I don't know apartment. if he's in Kangaroo Jack. Stupid movies, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ethan, you ever, you ever walk out of one in the cinema? Yeah, I walked out of Justice League. I started watching it. Oh, and come I fell on. A, really? No, I fell, I fell asleep. Um, like 20 minutes in because I found it so boring and then uh, and I you, you get to my age then, even if you want to stay awake <laughs> yeah. no, I, I have one similar to you in Shark Tale Guardians of the <laughs> Galaxy <laughs> 2 <laughs> I had a good sleep <laughs> during that me and you alternately go to sleep I went out Ghostbusters <laughs> Afterlife I walked, I walked out of um, the, the Slender Man I used, I used to love going to see horror films and I watched The, the Slender Man because I got to watch it for free at the cinema and i got like 30 minutes and i went this film is so so i can't even find it entertaining i think there's a difference when you've put money down for it i think that's an investment yeah. and to walk out of that a, um, if, if i can sit through hail, if i can sit through oh yeah, yeah. if that's yeah. different i think yeah if i can sit through yeah. hail caesar i can sit through anything <laughs> yeah because that was that was trash was it i remember oh, I, yeah. I, I had a shark tell thing similar i went to go see ice age 4 continental drift and my mom my mom took because i must have been like 10 and we sit down and we're waiting for the ads to play. And it's been like 20 minutes and we're kind of confused. And then the ad for Ted One plays. And there's, swear- <laughs> there's swearing in it. And we're like, oh, that that's not right. This is a kid's film. And then the like certification pops up and says, Magic Mike. <laughs> and oh, we yeah. went like 35 minutes basically to watch the first five minutes of Magic Mike and then had to leave, not realizing what it was. And then what's like the last 20 minutes of uh ice age right. my mom has never let that down <laughs> cool uh, so, uh next we have uh, a question uh from chris peterson which is what or who is your favorite cartoon character hmm. see my brain instantly jumps to alice and the mad hatter by cartoon, but I, I, I'm curious. Does he, does I think I, no, film. I think he means television. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Mona the vampire. Oh yeah. It depends what kind of sort of function it is. I'm going to go for different pockets of my life. It was um, Bugs Bunny, <laughs> uh, Homer Simpson, <laughs> yeah, uh, Woody Woodpecker. Butters from Southbrook. For me. Oh, yeah. Johnny Bravo. I don't know. Oh, oh, Johnny Bravo was great. Johnny Bravo was brilliant. He was so self-absorbed and he was so not... He always think he was like a Bane magnet, but he wasn't. And he had this like slick back hair, like a like a quiff. And he was like 
built, you know. And there's this little kid that used to, this little girl that used to um, pester him. Yeah. And he'd go, not now, little kid. <laughs> and uh, and he'd go, do you want to see me comma here real fast? Man, I'm pretty. <laughs> and stuff like that. And he'd do this thing where he'd go, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> And he'd try and pick up some girl and that would end up uh, slapping him down or, you know, doing something. Um, but again, Homer Simpson. That was a time and a place. Homer, like, we're talking, like, season, like, three to season, like, nine. Or yeah, something like that. yeah, after that is... Before yeah, it yeah. got to, like, how stupid's too stupid for Homer. Because it wasn't, it wasn't, I mean, originally the cartoon was about Bart Simpson. But Bart, yeah, and it wasn't until later I stumbled upon the idea that Homer's the one who's actually... Homer, yeah. 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 He was the he was the one. So, um, yeah. Oh, do you remember, oh, you probably wouldn't, JC and the Weird Warriors? No. Uh, Brian Griffin, if I can just throw another one in there. My, uh, yeah. my my sound alike. <laughs> I have I have an unabashed love for Family Guy. Like I don't think it's a good show. I just Fa- put Family it on. Guy. Family Guy's hard because it doesn't age. I mean, almost anything from the early two thousands has not aged well because uh, no. it was so it was so like push it to the envelope that now when we're in an age of call out everybody on everything. Yeah, I I, I I can't watch. It was on it on Disney Plus, but I don't know how you watch yeah. Family Guy in a modern era where where, where, where Quagmire's a, a character. Yeah, they it's really hard. It now they just make him a dude. They just make him like a guy. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I I love Grimm from the Grimm Adventures of Billy and Mandy. That was such a good show for me growing up because it was so weird. Uh, but I, I still watch cartoon stuff now. I love Invader Zim. Uh, but I I don't have any I don't think anyone here has seen it. It's this uh, this new show that's come out called Smiling Friends, and they're like these ten minute uh, animated like hell spawns basically of these guys who are just trying to make people cheer up, and it has like a lo- like a good cast on it. Uh, like they have voice actors um, like do cameos like um, Finn Wolfhart from Stranger Things, and. In the final episode, this is kind of timely. The final episode has the final ever performance from Gilbert Godfrey in it. Oh, really? Who's that? Yeah. Uh, Iago from Aladdin, who oh, just passed away. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a really fun show, and I've just, I always put it on. Uh, if you're in the UK, it's on like four, all four or something, and they're, they're so short and funny and entertaining, and they're, they're right up my street. But no, that's that. cartoons are great. Problem is, I don't watch enough cartoons now that I can't. I mean, uh, I was more I was more adult as a child than I was a child. If you know what I mean. When it came to, well, yeah. the, there weren't these opportunities for you to live your adolescence forever because cartoons went forever. They had a very small shelf life, and then yeah. when a certain time came, it was time you know the news came on or whatever it was that yeah. was adult programming, yeah. as opposed to now where you can have twenty four seven children's programming, whether it's through especially channels or the internet or on demand. Well, I can remember Duck watching. Tales. I don't forget about Ducktales. I can remember watching, yeah, Ducktales. I remember Launch watching. Launchpad McQuack happened to the list. <laughs> I remember watching things like Scooby Doo. I remember watching things like Jetsons. I remember watching Flintstones. You know all these things, but nothing sort of sticks out in my mind that I'd go, "Oh my god, yeah, I need to watch that again." You know, well, we got lots of lots of things to. Yeah. Honorable mention to uh, Arthur the Aardvark. Oh yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Hey, the Pink hey Arthur. No, I still not. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What a wonderful Mr. Ben. <laughs> oh, did you see the creator of Mr. Ben passed away this week? Was it this week? Was it not yeah. week before? Recently. It was very sad. Yeah. Uh, but next we have a question from Russell Osborne, which is, name a movie that you consider to have one of the worst endings you've ever seen. Ooh, worst endings. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> oh. It's, it's, it's not well executed. It's I'll give not you very that. good. Um, hmm. From Dawn? It's a weird. It's a weird one. It's it's more about internal logic than it is about the ending not being satisfying. Um, I'll tell you what. A beautiful mind. Not beautiful mind. Butterfly effect. I don't remember. Oh, that one, I've yeah. seen it, but I don't remember it. So, Butterfly Effect, Ashton Kutcher's character can go back in time and change behavior that will change the way the world is, and then he kind of catches up with everything that he's missed. Yeah. And so, he's with this girl, 
who's like his best friend, girlfriend, loves her of all his heart. But everything that he does, it just seems like her life gets worse and worse and worse. No matter what he does, even if he ends up good and he tries to help her, he goes back, nothing works out. So he finally figures out and he goes back to when he was four and he whispers to her something like, you know, you're ugly and you're whatever. And she runs away, mom. And then it means that she ends up going away to university and they don't end up together. But, um, there's she has a better life better life now the the other version was that he went into back into utero and he kills himself and <laughs> by doing that by ending his own life everybody else around him ends up happier not because he caused it but because just the circumstances that that was yeah, around yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was a powerful ending but they went for a little bit more of a happier one yeah, a little bit more like I think because they they pass each other in the street and he kind of looks at her like he remembers because he does and he just chooses to go to walk on and Oasis is stop crying your heart out place in the background. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> but I think that's one I would do. I think it's like a reverse. It's a wonderful life almost. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Ambos? I'm trying to think of a film that really upset me because the ending, Soul. The ending of Soul makes me so mad. I can't remember it. So he does. He he he's just like, oh, I'm gonna live again and do all these things, and it just feels so much less powerful after the hour and a half we've been on about yes, the importance of life and what it means, and it just it just felt hollow. I think Liam has one. I do. It's gonna probably surprise you, but not surprise you at the same time. Greece. Oh, you hate the flying car. Oh, don't you? Yeah. I hate the flying car. Yeah. It's everything is all, you know real and can happen and then that last bit at the very end why can't they just been driving off the football pitch and going out the gate you know why do they have to go up in the air yeah you know it just made no sense (laughs) whatsoever uh ethan oh i i said mine so okay so i guess we're good yeah uh cool so next we have a question from uh kirsty which is if you could spend the day living in the main setting of one movie what would it be A league of their own. Oh. <laughs> I want to be an assistant coach going up and down, playing playing baseball, hanging out, shooting. You know, not in place of one of the characters. I want to hang out with Tom Tom Hanks, be like his assistant coach who hangs out with him. Yeah. The guy's supposed to keep him off the sauce, and now he's just having a good time laughing it up with Gina Davis and Tom Hanks. That's cool. That'd be good for me. Yeah. In like 1940s, like, like yeah, era baseball. Yeah, that sounds great. That does sound like a good time, to be fair. I mean, do I get the, like... Do I get the powers of the world I'm in? Because if so, Harry Potter, obviously. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah you would. Yeah, yeah, you should say, like, I, I'd be a student at Hogwarts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Definitely that. Lim? Um, oh, you'd be a greaser. <laughs> or you'd be you'd be something in the 50s. You'd rather be, like, to... to be a T-bird, to, wouldn't you? Okay, that'd be too easy. I'd probably do something like um, Days of Thunder. I was thinking Days of Thunder on a short you list, know, yeah. Like, like, like racing around. A team, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, or, you know, something exciting. Flying planes, Top Gun or something, I don't know. Something with a bit of uh, camaraderie, but um, a bit of competition and a bit of element of danger, a bit of fun, you know. There you go. Something like that. Or a beach volleyball women's film. (laughs) (laughs) All right. God's sake. Uh, Joking. Um, I'm going to go Grand Budapest Hotel. Because what? no, it's just so nice and lovely, and I can have tea and a little picnic and have a nice, sweet, picturesque. Are these things you really want to do? Yeah, it would all be. It would all be very symmetrical. I'll give you that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I I, I, I just want a nice day. I really like Great Budapest Hotel, but the thing is, not where I want to spend my uh, maybe. It's It's a a day. I want a nice day, man. Have a fun day. Just a a nice, chill day. Uh, next, we have a question from Dwayne Smith. Oh, Dwayne Smith. Favourite biscuit? Golden Crunch Creams. I was literally saying today I'm jonesing for a ginger nut, so. Oh, no. <laughs> Chocolate hobnobs. Ethan? I like uh, uh, a, uh, what are the, the uh, you know, oh, I love them so much. The uh, the cre- custard creams. 
I like custard cream. I love a custard cream with a, a cup of tea. I'm going to pack a mine at like Tesco or Sainsbury's for like 39p, man. Yeah. It's great. So good. Jamie Dodgers. If you don't nice. like, if you don't, yeah, Jamie Dodger's nice, yeah. A Jamie Dodger is good. Yeah. Jamie Dodger's good. But I think, I think a Jamie Dodger has like a, a limit. Like when you have like two or three, you're probably like, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. I can go through a whole pack. If you give me a cup, you give me a cup of tea, I can go through a whole pack of ginger nuts. <laughs> dark chocolate digestives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or just a standard rich tea. You know what? Cadbury's Animal Crackers are uh, really underrated. Um, <laughs> but uh, next, it's uh, it's an Uber fact that Ian tagged us in, which I thought was really interesting. Oh, okay, what, what I do? Yeah, what isn't a drug, but is so addictive it should be classified as one? Hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Performing on stage. Oh, very good. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. I thought about Twitter. products, but if you want to... T- yeah. I spend too much time on Twitter just Social media. looking at stuff. Yeah. Social media. The number of people I know who are addicted to that dopamine hit of getting likes. validation from likes. Yeah. I'm thinking of the Instagram generation, but it's not. No, a, it's, it's, it's equally appropriate to anything else. Yeah. Like when people respond to my tweets for the bottom, I'm not like, yeah, my brain doesn't go all like, yeah. It's not that. For me, that would be checking the download numbers. <laughs> <might> be my <laughs> truck. <laughs> but no. Um, yeah. No, that's it for me. I recently got uh, TikTok again just because I've been doing it for a, for a thesis plan, but I just use it for like my own free time. And the times I'm like, oh, it'll just be like five minutes, just watch something to kill time. And it's been like two and a half hours and my life is just faded away. It's upsetting. I am spending too much time on Clash of Clans and Golf Clash on my phone. These little mini games that you play for five <laughs> oh, minutes, but then yeah. you find yourself still playing like an hour and a half later. Yeah, books. Yeah. I, I need to get off that and delete my it. My struggle is... Actually, I'm, gonna, I'm literally going to do it right now, so be it, proud of me. There you go. Uh, I, at the moment, I'm, I'm addicted to that. At the moment, what's that? Oh, some other game. Yeah, <laughs> I've started rereading the Harry Potter books online because I don't want to fund anything to do with J.K. Rowling. Um, and so I'm reading them online. That's got on a site that is probably not entirely legitimate. Um, but I because they're online <laughs> and because you can just scroll and scroll and scroll and then hit next and it's like the next chapter. It's yep. like a whole entire chapter in one web page. I that I I just read and read and read. I like end up almost being late for work because I'm sat half dressed reading. Like so that's that gets addictive. YouTube videos with the auto next load sort of function thing. Oh, I can yeah. get stuck oh. watching I'll watch I'm gonna watch YouTube for ten minutes and then I'm sitting there like eight I've watched like eight top ten yeah. lists. I've learned nothing. I, so I'm not walking <laughs> yeah. away with any extra knowledge. Like, at least if I watch same. a sorted video, I might get a light, light, like a like a Food. recipe idea. Yeah, yeah. But like I watch like, a top ten count. I love a list as, as real round table, right? <laughs> but I sit there and I watch like eight on the trot, and I'm like, I don't, I haven't taken anything away besides no. going. I wanted to put that there. I had to put that there. That's about all I do. <laughs> yeah, I do that. Sorry. And that is all we have. There might be a couple that got lost in the wash because of when. Uh, it was sent out, but if they were, we will make sure we do them next time. I'm going to head on to Ian to tell us what we have had this week and what will be coming out when it, this comes out. Ian's just doing a quick-ass BFE check, because I'm really surprised. Uh, Sorry, did, 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 my ear's ringing a little, so that might be why I've missed something. No, you're all right. I'm just taking a quick look here. Uh, actually, I think maybe you got a fair bit of them. Uh, oh, one mainly for Ian. Here we go. How do you manage the podcast? I know you record the main show on a Sunday, but where do you find time to do all the rest? <laughs> Stay after. He even tagged you in it. <laughs> Sorry, I, I've, I, I won't lie. I cut my ear like a couple hours ago, and I'm, I'm in so much pain. My ears ringing. Oh, bless you. Um, how do you manage the podcast? I mean, that's a, that's a big question. I mean. Um, I don't know. We record in doubles on Sundays. So that's a lot on a Friday. Uh, I'll hit people if they have a chance to do something. I'll be like, hey, are you free midweek? And we might load something up. And sometimes I'll have two or three in the bank. So I can just throw stuff on it and get it out there. Some weeks I'm like, I got nothing for Friday. Who's available this week? Um, and stuff Ethan and I'll talk we just had a conversation a couple I don't know about an hour ago now about when do you want to do the, the Doctor Who episode and we sort of threw some days out and that's fine uh, for the most part it takes me about I don't know half hour to an hour if I want to promote the show to promote a show on Twitter um, if I find myself an hour it's fine and now if I don't have the hour I'm okay with that I, I forgive myself for that I don't force myself to do it if I, if I don't have the time for it uh, I research. It takes me about an hour usually for a show. And then uh, the shout outs take me about half an hour 
to sort of pen up each each go. Uh, I used to spend the full three hours listening back to the whole show, and then, but for the most part, now I know. Okay, I've done. We learned some tricks of the trade. If something slipped up or someone said something that maybe you don't want to publish, we leave a gap, and I put a little reminder for myself, and then uh, I'm able to see that on the timeline pretty quickly. But that's pretty much it. Outside of that, I've got a spreadsheet with movies for the next year and a half, and that is uh that uh oh hang on and then uh russell the posty says if you had the power to resurrect one deceased movie star for a comeback who would you choose heath ledger cool heath ledger uh we were only just starting to figure out what he could do yeah yeah so that would be my vote i bet you i can guess yours but go ahead james dean yeah that's it because yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'd like to, i reckon he'd have done what clint eastwood did i uh, I mean, I imagine behind the camera. I imagine honorable honorable mention to Jason Lee. I'm assuming, but oh, you mean um, Bruce Brandon Lee. Lee? Sorry, oh Brandon. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, because he was then coming into his yeah. own. But so all these budding actors who yeah. are then about to go on for greater things. But, but for me, it's absolutely Heath. Uh, Georgia, I can't really think of anyone. Okay, Ethan. I want to say Carrie Fisher, just because that was really sad and, like, the legacy just didn't get to finish. But, like, they're all, they're all blanking for me. There's probably one that I'm going to, we're going to finish and go, oh, I should have done that one. But Just more rapid fires on the way out. Uh, what is your go-to movie snack, both at home or in the theater? I've commented how nachos are not my choice in the theater and I'd get rid of them. Uh, I don't really have... I guess just a standard popcorn in the theater. I'm not really much of a movie snacker, but mainly because uh, I'm usually taking, if it's the podcast, I'm taking notes. I'm not one who has to eat when he watches a movie. It's not a thing for me. No, no but drink-wise, if I'm at the cinema, it's whatever sort of slushy they've got, whether yeah, it be slushy. Fanta Frozen or Tango Ice Blast, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah mixture. Yeah, yeah. Um, I quite like the minstrels uh, or um, wine gums because uh, they don't make too much noise. <laughs> 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 but other than that, no. Uh, Ethan? I've become particularly fond of, um, like, Tang Fastics again. They're really nice uh, when I'm watching a film, just to, like, slowly put in my gob. <laughs> <laughs> what a delightful image you've Excellent. just created. Um, and then two rapid-fire ones on the way out. Uh, one is, what would you have on your rider? Anything that you would want to have if you were... So a rider is what you've... Uh, if you're a band... Your rider would be what would be you'd be expected to have ready for you waiting in your dressing room. Oh, oh what do I have waiting for me? So, like for instance, the old the old one from like Wayne's World Two. The joke is if if Ozzy didn't have a ball full of green M and M's, then he wasn't going to go on. Oh yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. So, yeah, what yeah. is that thing that you would want to have? Um, Probably a slushy. I really like slushies. It's hard to do that. Have that waiting for you and have it cold. Well, when they they just need to be watching and waiting and be like, oh, they're there. Go. Yeah. Or a slushy machine. Just leave a slushy machine. Slushy machine? My own. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Hot sauce. To go <laughs> on whatever's there. Just <laughs> whatever food you've got, you better have hot sauce. And po- uh, preferably a couple of varieties of it. Chicken wings. Sure, chicken wings. I love chicken wings. You've got me so hooked on like hot sauce. Yeah, put that stuff on. Every- yeah, it's, it's great, man. Um, I don't know. Cans of Diet Coke. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I... I I have a thirst more than I do a hunger. Um, I can go away. Like, I forget to eat sometimes, don't I? And, um, but I don't ever forget to drink. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You know, I'm always, I'm always I'd, I'd rather have liquid than food. Yep. A pen full of puppies. <laughs> that would be great. Have just puppies just to play puppies. with. Yeah. Uh, Ethan? I always have pickled red onions in my fridge. I I will eat them with literally anything. Whenever I have like a sandwich or like a fajita, or I always have pickled red onions because there's something that's so refreshing and crunchy and flavoursome to me. Like every meal for me is is improved with pickled red onions. And finally, I saw this somewhere. I, I'm sorry, whoever it was, uh, I'll, I'll credit you later, uh, or or not. Just tell me that you did, and I'll credit you next week. <laughs> um, one, what what is your go to album? Go to album musically one go to album. They asked us to do like five between. I was like, I'll just put on the BFE. Ooh. So, oh, okay. so you know, one we were tagged by. It might have been Julie, it might have been someone else. What was our go to album? Hamilton soundtrack. Hamilton soundtrack. Yep. 
Billy Joel's greatest hits. Oh, oh greatest hits—a bit of a cheat there, isn't it? <laughs> well, he wrote, he wrote so many good no, songs. I love Billy Joel. I got no argument there. I love a bit of Billy Joel. <clears throat> Ethan, "Blood Bunny" by Chloe Moriondo. I listened to that album during lockdown, and it was a very big gender awakening for me. About like just it's 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 nothing compared to billy joel there's something about that that just really struck a call with me when it came to identity okay i'm gonna go with uh u2 octung baby is my vote um wow. a band at the at, at the crossroads of a crisis about their about their status about their career uh gave us the songs mysterious ways it gave us one it gave us uh the fly it gave us oh it gave us so many things and there's so much there's, there's an angst 80s is full of opt 80s u2 is full of optimism 90s u2 is full of a little bit of paranoia and and angst and still hope underneath it all and i think it's uh more so than joshua tree it is for me the quintessential u2 album honorable mentioned uh, morning glory Oh yeah, morning glory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oasis. So that is it. I think as far as the questions go, Ethan. Yeah, that is all of them. Thank you so much for uh, giving us your questions. If you have some, thank you so much for listening. If you do have a question that you want answered for the next time we do this, which is like every two-ish months, yep. then uh, hit us up with the hashtag AskBFE and your question, or you can just tag me at BFE underscore Ethan. Uh, I will make sure that I read it when my ears aren't ringing. Uh, what do we have coming up by the time this releases? Time this releases, uh, we'll have our Doctor Who on Matt Smith's last episode coming out tomorrow yeah uh we will have spider-man uh ready to come up on tuesday and those are the two big announcements as far as two big episodes coming out as well as moon knight episode four should be forthcoming or just come out something like that so those are the big ones to keep an eye out for on the bfe so thank you so much for listening and all of your questions Uh, i've been ethan Hang on, would it be not? It wouldn't be Spider Man coming out, would it? Yeah, because this will be coming out Friday. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just yeah. want to just make sure. <laughs> Sorry, Ethan. <laughs> That's okay. I don't need to go from the start. Yeah, I go from the start. Yeah. So, thank you so much for listening and asking any of your questions. I've been Ethan. For BFE, I've been Ian. And for BFE, I've been Liam. And for myself and the dog, I've been Georgia. <laughs> and Pip. <laughs> Yeah, and we're from BFE. So we'll catch you in about two months for our next mailbag. We'll see you next time when it's open. The mailbag oh, is yeah. closed. <laughs> Sorry, and we'll catch you on the flippity flop. The flippity flip flop.